One chance, one life, one take. Little room for mistake. Who do you Welcome want? to the Dead Funny, Dead Serious podcast. This is the series uh, 30 End of Life Doulas in 30 Days. My name is Mitzi and I'm the host of this series. Today's end of life doula is Andrea Fitzgerald and her business is Golden Willow Doula. Nice to have you here. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. So we are going to dive right in and just start right away with your why. Why did you become an end of life doula? I became an end of life doula uh, because my bonus father, uh, he became my dad when I was 10. And uh, he decided that he wanted to die at home. And prior to that, I was uh, a professionally trained uh uh, birth doula, uh, childhood sexual assault, postpartum doula, trained at Bastyr University, Sinkum Center in Kenmore, Washington. And the reason why I decided to train for that was because when I had my own child, I had a home birth that was successful. And the reason why I did that was quite selfish on my end, but then I learned it was always good for the, you know, whomever that, you know, my, it was good for my baby. And, um, and for me, because every other birthday I'd been a part of, there was like this big entourage and I come from a trauma informed care. I'm a Washington state certified trauma informed care peer counselor. It just, when I went with, uh, to meetings with my baby and I listened to others or La Leche League meetings, I didn't have the language to talk to, I, I didn't understand their experiences, although I thought I went through an experience that was, <laughs> you know, like it hurt, you know, it's like it, muscles work that I didn't know. And, you know, and, and, and I just didn't want a lot of people around and I honor that yeah. in both birth, postpartum and death. You know, all life transitions, you know, it depends on the person. If you want a lot like of humans around you, great. But if you don't, that was me. <laughs> so going to these uh, co-op meetings in, in my community of home birth women, you know, like hearing other situations and I recognized that I needed more language. So I decided to uh, study as much as I could. And I went to Bastyr University, Sinkum Center, and I took every class that they've had. Um, birth doula, postpartum doula, uh, the native and uh, black uh, history. Uh, Annie Sinkum is what amazing leader. And uh since then, I've just kept on my journey. And then when, when my bonus dad died of end-stage renal failure, he wanted to die at home. He had been in the hospital so many times. And I found myself. He called me. I my son and I were there the next day. He was five at the time, my son. And... We stayed there for five weeks and I just watched, I recognized I was setting up the home just like I would for a home birth or any other postpartum or, and that's when I recognized 
And then when the hospice nurses came in, I was like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, ding, ding, ding. Okay. And it's quieter. And I like quiet. So. <laughs> um, you know, no disrespect to birthing women. I've been one. But, you know. <laughs> It, it was it was it was a beautiful experience, and then I knew. And then at that time, in that five weeks that I was there, I I would wake up at three in the morning and get online and make sure everything was ready for the home, my parents' home, and I was online. And I found the NHFA, and they that was my guide. Yeah. Oh, the National oh. Funeral association correct that's correct yes and and that was seven years ago and i ordered every book you know that they had because they were affordable and but i just listened to their youtubes and was like this is okay yeah oh it's okay just like birth i was so clouded you know and i'm so grateful and i'm so grateful for uh, all the most knowledge that I've learned post then, you know, I, I immediately signed up for walk um, or for hospice training, soaked in anything I could, orphan wisdom, Bodhi B, Ram Das, you know, just went down the rabbit hole, you know, and it's so important for our mental health. Yeah, I, I think that that's really important. And thank you for sharing that. I think you the piece from birth until death, uh, you earlier, uh, when we were talking, you called it full spectrum. Ula, I just love that term. So I just wanted to make sure that it's on, on record here. Um, yeah, I am. I am a full spectrum doula, birth, postpartum and death. And um, I'm, I'm very proud of that. I don't want to say proud, but um, it's only from life experiences. And, and I believe that's why we do the things that we do in this work is to continue advocating for mental health. Like, you know, uh, take it back 50 years, you know? Yeah. I don't Your training in, in trauma-informed care sounds like it was really beneficial as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, trauma-informed care is, is, you know, it's important. Uh, I train, I'm a trained EMT with my last home where I lived and uh, in that community. I just remember going in, it was just like <sighs> this huge, like, it, it wasn't even like what, what my, what my mentor who taught me the first swoon, like, it was more like, <gasps> it's like, can we just slow down a little bit? I understand everybody's excited, but can we just slow down, you know, and uh, see what happens and see what's said and not talk too much? You cover two of my favorite things um, uh, in general. Well, one is peer specialists, I think, are just one of the most uh, wonderful things that were ever created uh, in Washington state. And I'm just the biggest advocate. So let's start there. And then trauma-informed death care. Um, let's just, what is happening? Woo! It's my favorite thing to talk about. So uh, you got me right there. So when you're looking now at the challenges that you've had in 
working in end of life care? Is there anything that stands out? Are you speaking like uh, in this past year or in general? Yeah. So this, you know, I have been stating in every recording, we are recording this in March of 2021. Uh, so this, we are at the end of uh, coronavirus and a global pandemic. So it is definitely something that has been very difficult. At the same time, any challenges really finding clients before the pandemic, any bureaucratic red tape that you found? No, 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 Mike, I love and I admire all the doulas that sisters and brothers or humans, they, them, that are called to this work. And we all have our own way of going about it. I'm led to my clients. Yeah. All my friends are like, get a website. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can barely keep up with my Instagram and my emails, you know, like, yeah. and I don't and respectfully, you know, like, uh, let's just, uh, um, it's just, I'm led to my clients and grateful for that. And I'm grateful to live in such a, a, a beautiful community, three counties wide, you know, and I'm actually called all over the state yeah. and I've had to kind of rein that in because I was running too ragged and decided that like, whoo, <laughs> it's, you know, a uh, self-care. So I bought myself a new guitar. <laughs> I play the bass I and the drums, that. but I bought myself an acoustic guitar and now I'm learning the guitar. But yeah, like it's, 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 that's one thing I would like to convey to every doula, light worker, whatever label you'd like to call yourself, you know, why we're all here. Just to be advocates and help is, is just to, and I am such an advocate on self care, but I, I forgot about myself last month, mm. you know, and, uh, which is okay, but it's, it's, it's important that we all, rem sorry about the motorcycles. I guess that not really, they're really great. <laughs> it's, 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 it's easy to get not caught up because we're self-aware, right? However, in our own lives, like, you know, just making sure that we take care of our own bills and we take care of like our house and make, you know, not everybody else's, I don't mean everybody else's, just the humans we, we serve. Yeah. It's a hard job and, and self-care while we're empathetic to, and caring for others is it's a fine line. We have to do both things. We have to be empathetic and care for them. And then also care for yourself with a new guitar. <laughs> you know, and I, I Self-care, 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 shove down your throat, shove down your throat, shove, like, thank you, but I'm gonna maybe go, you know, my self-care is putting my hands in the dirt and raking and actually going and helping my friends do the same on their own properties. It sounds like you found a good balance between the work that you're doing and being called all over the place, so. You're That's my hope. <laughs> but I, I uh, I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, in my three counties up here, there's we're we're gaining uh, m more of uh, folks that are humans that are wanting to collect, and that has been my biggest goal because there's such a need up here for palliative care. 
And right now, palliative care is only served for cancer patients and they're on wait lists. And chronic disease is where I serve the most for mostly uh, folks that are married or partnerships, you know, whatever that means to whomever. And trying to navigate how that transitions. So not so much. And then, then going into advanced care planning. There's a bigger spectrum of, of just the death aspect, you know, like, and legacy. It's the relationship aspect. I think that you're really touching the point on, one, I want to make clear, you're up in Northern Washington um, State, yes. Northern Washington State, and we're talking about advocacy for, one, palliative care needs, and in general, right? I think we're getting into your hopes, right, is that we all kind of work together to make sure that these needs are met, that we can help when we are called to, how we're called to, but also, you know, keep kind of sounding the horn <laughs> that there's, there's more. And taking care of ourselves. Yeah. That's the big thing is taking, and taking another one, <laughs> motorcycle, just taking care of ourselves too. Like, but I just told my friend, like, put your own mask on. And he was like, what, what mask? Like this one? And I'm like, no, 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 airplanes. Remember? <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, what is the girl, you know, the, the, the stewardess, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, so, so much easier said than done sometimes, but it is important to keep shoving it down our throats because it is hard to do. And that's why we have a, a, a I'm grateful that you're doing this 30 days and 30 doulas. I am excited to see what comes from this and, and what you learn and what we can learn together and maybe hopefully create something where we can talk. I would enjoy that. Yay. Immense, immensely. Yeah. We're, we're here to be of service to both the end of life doulas that are in practice. Those that are thinking about it. Uh, the public right. that doesn't know uh, what you do and how you do it or why. And yep. I think that we're answering that question with just 30 so different uh, doulas in the, in the best way possible. Everyone is just so it's a, such a wide range and um, yeah, we're learning a lot as we, as we do this. So I, I just want to thank you again. These conversations will continue. I promise it's in the works. So don't you worry about that. Oh, I have no worries. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to just say that like, I'm more of an advocate of, you know, I support anybody's final disposition, but I am very much, you know, into uh, more of the green burial, that side of things. Um, but always. Yeah. What anybody needs, you know, but that that's where my heart lies, you know, and, and my, my advocacy so, and, and with military veterans. So I, again, I would very much like to support growing veterans, plugging right. and, and veteran rights. Yeah. I'll put those links. Um, I'll get those from you and I'll put those in the show notes. So I want to say thank you, um, Andrea, for being here and sharing your how and why. I think it's really helpful to understand um, all of that. Again, your business is called Golden Willow Doula. Uh, I'm going to put in the show notes, Instagram. So please follow and start being part of that conversation. Yeah. So Thank you, everyone that's listening to this podcast or watching on YouTube. Um, if you're enjoying the series, please, it'd mean the world to us if you subscribe, like, 
give a review, whatever the heck you want to do. But one of those would be awesome. That's all for today. And we're going to see you in the next episode. Fantastic. Thank you for having me.